Since the dawn of time, mankind has searched for ways to shelter themselves from the elements. Over the centuries, these shelters have evolved from bamboo huts to concrete towers. The last few years, there's been a push to save the planet. Are you ready to embark on a more sustainable lifestyle? Look no further. You're about to enter the adventures of container home living. And now, contractor, radio and TV personality, and your host for Boxcar Universe, Steve Dubell. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, host of Boxcar Universe, along with my co-host, Mel Alva. And here's what's coming up on this week's edition of Boxcar Universe. Our celebrity interview with Patricia Cara. Some of you may know her from Deal or No Deal. She is a model, actor, host, and author of her new guide to achieving success in today's professional entertainment business called Dream On and Now Deliver. All that and more on this week's edition of Boxcar Universe, your home for container sustainable lifestyle living. You know, one of the things that I, I like to do and I've done over the years is that I've had uh, a guest on the show, whether it was uh, the Image Home Improvement Show, whether it was radio or television, that didn't necessarily fall in that category of the nuts and bolts of your house. And a lot of them were... You know, and I'm sure Mel, you can attest to this. It's like it's not all about the nuts and bolts of the house. It's how you got there. It's all the things. It's the realtor. It's the mortgage person. It's like all those little things that it did get you to this point. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to bring into uh, our show today because one of my favorite fate. No, I shouldn't say one of my all time favorite. Uh, model from Deal or No Deal, and for those of you Aww. out there who know me, is uh, I've been a fan of the original show for for years, and uh, I always wanted to get on the show because I wanted to mitz, uh, you know, uh, wits with Howie Mandel, and I saw a lot of different people. Then, especially I remember when one day uh, he swapped out all the ladies for. Howie Mandel lookalikes. I think it was it was just <laughs> so hysterical. It was amazing. But uh, Patricia Cara, who is actually um, model number nine in my and and I always said that uh, when I if I ever get on the show, that's 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 my case, and I don't care what's in it, but that's my case. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to bring her on the show today to talk a little bit about her new book. She actually is, besides being a very talented model and, uh, and actress and, uh, talking a little bit about her author skills. So Patricia, welcome to box car universe. This is a, this is a pleasure that is just as, uh, plenty would say would make my day. Oh, uh, you're making my day. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Tell tell our listeners a little bit about about you and um, and what inspired you to write your book. Um, I've been wanting to write this book for a long time. Actually, a friend um, when I first moved to LA, probably the first. Um, sorry, I have to take this out of my ear. Um, the first year I was living in LA, uh, there was a group of us sitting at a restaurant talking about the business. Everybody was in entertainment and somebody planted the seed at that time. And I was like, oh no, I'm not going to do a book. Um, 
But I always had that in the back of my head. And over the years, I started taking notes, started writing everything, my experiences um, through auditions and agents. And over time, I accumulated all these notes and finally uh, decided to take action with that. I thought it was time. Uh, it was during uh, COVID times. I was taking care of my mom and I thought, while I'm sitting here with my mom, I'm going to sit here and get this done finally. And so I did. Um, and boy, writing is not my thing. I love to talk. I'm more of a talker. So the writing process was was interesting and difficult, but uh, very exciting at the same time. And so I'm so happy to finally get it out there because this is something I wish I had when I started out in the business. I was 15, 16 years old and I didn't have any money, didn't have any resources, didn't know anybody in the business. Um, I mean, we're talking, this was a long time ago. So um, yeah, I had to, to live and learn. And so I'm excited to pass on that experience and for people to take the nuts, nuts and bolts of what I learned and make it their own and be smart about the business. It's a tough business. Yeah, I, I'm sure it is. I know my... Uh... My stepdaughter, when she was alive, she actually was, uh, she was, uh, she was a model. She entered several beauty pageants. In fact, she was Mrs. Arizona of 2020 oh, just great. during COVID. And Congratulations to her. Yeah. I, you know, I wish she was still with us. Unfortunately, she passed away from colorectal cancer, uh, two oh, years. So sorry. Yeah. Thank you. But, uh, she was always into, uh, modeling in the, in the pageantry as well as, uh, she, she actually belonged to, um, I think it was the, correct me if I'm wrong, the local version of SAG. Okay. Here, okay. In, the, here in the Valley of the Sun. So, uh, but she was always, uh, she was always loved to be on camera all the time because she, she uh -huh. just, she just knew and, but she was, she presented herself very well. So, you know, in all of that experience, I know, um, years ago, I mean, way back, you know, going back into, um, uh, the days of, um, what was it? Um, who wants to be a millionaire when yes. she was growing up? I mean, we used to watch the show together and then, you know, uh, she oh. got married and then I, you know, got hooked on deal or no deal. You know, so, uh, it is addicting. I'm not going to lie. It Even is. Somebody it, who worked on it. It's uh, an addicting show. I watch it and I go crazy. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just amazing. But, um, uh, what other things have you done besides, I know you in, and all for all our listeners, I want everybody to know, cause you know, we've got listeners all over the world. However, you know, a lot of the, our listeners know that Mel is basically from Chicago, uh, from Boston. I'm from New York and you are from Chicago. Chicago, yes. Yeah, Chicagoland. And that's where I started. My career was in Chicago um, with the Yellow Pages and just started making some the what? cold calls. The what? The Yellow the What's yellow that? Pages. <laughs> I know. A lot of people nowadays don't know what that is. I know. That's what we had back then was that, you know, and I would look up agencies and I started cold calling and asking the questions. And um, so my career started there and it started with different things. I was doing print work, modeling, trade shows, um, a variety of things, uh, background work on films. Um, so small things and slowly started building up. I, I 
was in beauty pageants as well, did a number of things, um, whatever I could seek out, whatever I could find. And then I eventually left um, Chicago, started working internationally and then moved to Florida, to Miami, and then moved to New York before I wound up in L.A. And just one thing led to the next. Um, I started learning more, started networking, going to more agencies, uh, more auditions. And, you know, from there, it's word of mouth, too. So all that led up to eventually getting on Deal or No Deal, which definitely was big. Every job is about one or two days here or there. But Deal or No Deal ended up being years of my life. Um, so it was incredible. I never expected something like that. I I only knew it to be one way. So what a welcoming surprise to have this amazing job with amazing people and uh, a continuous thing where it was, you know, uh, they redid the show, they rebooted it, they did a syndicated version. So uh, I was lucky enough to be part of each one. You know, that was really good. I even remember the one, the one series that they did, uh, during, I must've been during the reboot time when they actually went back and uh, I think when they did the half hour version, they had the actual contestants be the case holders. And I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute, where's Patricia? She's not on number nine. Who is that person? Who's taking my case? (laughs) Who took her case? Really? But yeah, uh, yeah, but you know, some of the things that I took away from it, which I think are, are connecting with, with other things, like I had mentioned uh, earlier, you know, with, with uh, regular business people, you think about, if you, if you're going to start your own business and when you get into your, if you're, if you are your own business, like you were initially. Okay. Um, I, I think you were right. Cause like I started as a handyman service and you know, I, I had to subscribe to that same philosophy that no job is too small to get started in your city. And I think, I, yeah, I think you are, you know, you, you, uh, wrote that in your book, which is, is so important, but it goes along with, you know, for instance, I think it takes a special person to be self-employed, whether it be, uh, somebody who's in the entertainment field or if they are in small business. And I think that's so important. Uh, you, you've got to know your strength or weaknesses. And then I (laughs) always, you know, I've been doing radio and television since 2005, and, you know, when I started in radio, I started going back and, and listening to other shows that were like mine and thinking about, OK, I'm going to listen to it as if I was the uh, the listener and I was the lay person. OK. And which which things do I like and whether I like the topic or not, sometimes dependent on the host. And I think that's so important. And you may have found that to be true in the hosting work that you've done, because if, if the topic's great and the, the viewers and the listeners can't connect with you, they'll move on to another channel. You know, I mean, I think that is so, so important. So you've got to know your, your strengths and weaknesses, and you've got to be able to take criticism. That's big. And we all get criticism, whether we like it or not. Um, you just have to find a way to get used to that. Um, you you have to, I mean, we're always going to deal with rejection, whether we're in entertainment or anything in life on a daily basis, you deal with rejection. Um, and it's all how you frame it in your mind. Um, take it as constructive criticism and it, learn from it and build on that. Right. Don't go, don't, don't 
you know, fall into a black hole in case you get rejected. Because like you say, rejection is something that, uh, you have to understand that it is, it's another stepping stone to get to, to better yourself. I mean, and Mel and I do that all the time, you know, where nobody says we're perfect at what we do, but we're not opposed to, uh, you know, hearing other people's opinions and, and, and other people's ideas and then taking those ideas and coupling with what we know and coming up with a product that the homeowner is going to like. And I think that's so important. Like you say, you have to, you want to be able to go back and have all your ducks in a row to be able to go back and have, have your, your best foot forward, especially when you talk to agents. Yes, absolutely. You know, so. You just got to have a ton of passion, Steve. Like that's really what it is. I love Patricia, everything that you're, you're saying, you know, I, I started out when I was very young in modeling as well and did a little bit of acting and you know, for me, um, I started, uh, you know, I went to school for fashion design because it just naturally led from the modeling and the beauty pageant side of things, but I changed to interiors. And I think that the passion behind it, when you wake up every day and, you know, I would, I tell my boys this too, if it's something that you think about and you go to sleep thinking about it, you wake up thinking about it. That's really something that you were meant to do for the rest of your life, whether that be your career, whether it be a hobby or passion. If you can turn that hobby or passion into a career, how amazing is that? You know, every day I get up and, you know, this work is not cut out for everybody. It's a lot. But when you're passionate about something, it shows. And I think that more than anything, Steve, you know, we're not perfect, but your clients can see that you truly genuinely care yes. and are excited to be there. And there's love behind what you do. And I can't tell you how many times I've had clients say that. And I genuinely wholeheartedly mean that, you know, I really take pride in what I do and I get to know my clients dearly and I genuinely care about them. I care about the project and I really care about the guys that work for me. I mean, That's the other thing is having an amazing team. You can't just be you, right? You've got to have that support system and whether it's an assistant or whether it's your agent or whatever that is, I mean, you've got to have that support. Um, But it's having that relationship and, and and really building on that and trusting um, in the people you work with. You want to work with good people. You want to surround yourself with the good people and people feel it. They know. I think intuitively we're smart. We all have our intuition. Some of us hone in on it more than others, but tuning into that uh, about the people you're working with and that happiness that you bring into the work. And uh, I I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important. And obviously with you, Patricia, you know, with you in between the photographers and the people that you work with, because, you know, I know a lot of people that worked with videographers and, and things like that, and they were stuck in their own thing. Well, it should look like this. Well, listen to the videographer or the photographer, because he's seen a lot more than maybe you think you've seen in your, in your life. So take heed to what they're saying and, and go with it and see, but cause all this different experiences that you've written about Patricia over the years, it just didn't come like that. Like one after another, you had to build on it yeah. to be able to share this information with everybody. 
Absolutely. You learn everything along the way. Like I said, I, I, I built everything I had as we all do. And you live and learn and you watch other people, everything. I didn't know a lot when I first started. So I would just pick up on things and go, okay, I, I need to remember this. I need to be better about that. And then apply that to future jobs or auditions or whatever the case may be. Um, and it's just being aware of everything and really just absorbing everything and then making it your own too. You're, you're not going to copycat anybody. You don't need to. Um, it's great to learn and then figure out how it works for you and make that happen. Great. Great. All right. We're going to take a short break and we're going to have, we're going to be back with Patricia. We're going to be talking about uh, deal or no deal past, present, and future, or past, present, and island, depending on how you want to think about it. More more great information from her new book, Dream On and Now Deliver. So I want everybody to stay tuned. You're listening to Boxcar Universe. Patricia Kara, actor, model, host, and author of my new book, Dream On, Now Deliver. It is my guide to you for success in the entertainment industry. Well, if you are dreaming of a new home, let Boxcar Universe be your success guide for your dream container home or pool. Listen every week to Boxcar Universe. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell from Ideal Home Improvement. The uncertainty of our economy is very troublesome. Interest rates are rising and inflation is high. The utility cost of energy is forever rising. The good thing is that we as homeowners can do something about our energy bill right now and in the future. Solar energy is literally the best investment you can make at this moment and the most likely to steady your finances through uncertain times. Think about this. If you could have locked down the cost of your energy bill 10 years ago, would you have done it? I think your answer would be yes. Think of the savings you could be enjoying right now as your neighbors who don't have solar are at the mercy of the utility companies. Let Ideal Home Improvement review your energy bill and see what a solar system on your home can do for your family and budget. Just give us a call at 602-332-6203 or email us at steve at idealhomeimprovementaz.com. Let me help you start saving today. This is Mel Alva, your co-host of Boxcar Universe. With today's trends to live a more sustainable lifestyle, you definitely want to choose a container home builder you can trust. Tailored Container Homes can give you that peace of mind. Taria Shepard, the owner, along with her knowledgeable staff, can guide you through the process of achieving your dream, your own container home. From design to completion, satisfaction is guaranteed. Contact them today at www.tailoredcontainerhomes.com or call 380-900-7588. Number nine. Yeah! Patricia. Patricia, open your case. Anything from the left side. 
You are listening to Boxcar Universe, and we are uh, speaking with Patricia Cara. Uh, her brand new book, her brand new book, Dream On, now deliver. And uh, we were talking a little bit about before the break about some of the uh, the guide uh, that are within the book on uh, if you're self-employed um, or if you're in the entertainment industry and want to get started, this, this is a great book for you to read. It's, it's easy reading, um, keep an open mind. And then if you, if you don't have an open mind, you better get one quick because, <laughs> because you need to, you need to hear what she has to say. And spent, and she has spent years getting, getting this in preparation for people. But, uh, the one thing, like I said earlier, we want to talk a little bit about deal or no deal past, present and island. So tell us a little bit about your experience and where, you know, when I first saw, you know, I, I was going back, you know, during the break, I was telling her a little bit about my, my journey about following deal or no deal, but I had found, uh, every, month or two, I'd go back and check and see if there was anything on the internet where people were, um, talking about, you know, was there a new one coming? And, you know, you, you hear about the ones that the, the, the version that's over in the UK and in the other, yes. in the ones where the it's right, where it's, it's a box, it's not a case. And, uh, yeah. you know, but I think some of the things that you guys have done over the years, you know, especially around the holiday season, uh, especially around Thanksgiving when you used to have the turkey. And oh, we've had some special shows. Oh, I mean, yeah. The original, because we had so many themes. Um, Thanksgiving one, we had a huge pumpkin pie. Oh, yes. I remember that. Yes. I remember that. It was was, huge. It It was was the size of the stage. Bigger than my bedroom. I mean, it was ginormous. And the whole place, the whole building smelled like pumpkin pie. I wanted to eat it, all of it. It was so good. Um, Didn't eat it, but it smelled so good. But it was real. It It was real. It It was was real. Oh, wow. It was crazy. I bet you they could have cut a piece for every audience member. They could have. You probably I, I, did. I wish I would have seen the making of it. That would have been cool. I've never asked them if they have footage of the making of this big pumpkin pie. That, that would be interesting. That to would watch. be that would be real funny. That would, that would be real funny. You know, yeah. the the one thing that I noticed, you know, like I said earlier, you know, we think about watching a program and whether you can connect with the the show, the host. And, and, and with deal or no deal, it was the theme that I got connected with because it's like, okay, there's some, you know, people think, well, open cases, stuff like that. But, you know, there's every, with them mixing the, the, the dollar amounts up in the cage, you just never know where the money is. However, right. it seemed along the way that there were some contestants that, uh, really, were connected and were in a good vibe to be able to go back and and yes. pick cases that were low and get high dollar amounts from the banker. And then on the other hand, you know, it, it was some of these, some of these contestants you really felt bad for because they either started out, you know, really 
really nailing it, like getting, getting those high amounts where they were losing. Yeah. Right off the bat. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you know, about halfway through, it's like, you know, the board looks like, okay, so the left side looks pretty empty now, but you know, as I start picking more numbers, the right side's going to start to deteriorate. The one guy that I have to, you know, and this is what I mean about pushing the limit. And I think you'll, you, you, You've seen <laughs> all of them. On the show. Yeah, I mean, this one guy. It was a, it was your. It was one of the Christmas um, shows that this guy. He was. Uh, I remember because he kind of stood out. He had this like I think it was a like a, a purple kind of jacket with a bow tie, and he was like. <gasps> Yes. You know who yes. I'm talking about? Okay, so he yes. he started out and he's really nailing it, boom, boom, boom. And then all of a sudden he got down to the point, you it's just like things in life. You've got to know when to say to walk away. To walk to away. Uh, okay. Th take the deal. This guy turned around and he pushed it to the limit. And then he went down to the very end and it's like, okay, I'm gonna take what's in my case. And the guy went home with five dollars and it was christmas and it Ugh, you, it was i do remember that oh it was so bad it was unbelievable i mean can he, i i and i re, and i could identify with this guy because you know i used to be on a bowling league when i lived in boston and we were we had gone to the state semifinals which was all the way on the other side of the state so it's like a two-hour drive and we were there and we were bowling and we were gonna win and then all of a sudden unfortunately i hate to admit it that about the seventh <laughs> frame, I started to choke. And the more I pressed, the worse it got. And then we lost. If that uh, ride home was one of the worst, longest two-hour trips in my all. life, where I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to live this down? I mean, it's just it's just crazy. It's just crazy. But tell it us a little. happens to the best of us. Tell us a little bit about, okay, so what do you know about Deal or No Deal Island? I know it's going to air on February 26th on NBC, which is, yes. it's, it's like Soon. right Today around the corner. Yeah, right around the corner. And, you know, um, that little prelude, the reason I know a little bit about the beginning with that lady in the mud, okay, was because they did about a 10-minute intro of to the show after one of the NFL playoff games. Because as soon as I, I saw, they did like a thirty-minute show. Didn't they do a preview for like thirty minutes? No, I don't think. Um, well, I didn't see it. My husband was telling me about it. Yeah, it might have been thirty minutes sure. or something like that. But you know, they, um, they, uh, they showed. I missed it. Yeah, they showed them arriving on the island, dropping the cases. Um, and, and I didn't know they were going to be in the mud until they showed it. And then everybody's go waddling through the mud to get a case and everything else. So <laughs> it's a couple of different twists, you know, and I'm like thinking to myself, you know, with everything I've read and I'm, I'm sure, well, I shouldn't say that. I, I don't know if they'll ever divulge on where the Island is, but I got, I, a, I got a feeling. Can you tell me or, or is it secret? I don't see why I can't. Okay. I I haven't signed an NDA, so I guess I can. Okay. Uh, I mean, they'll uh, show it soon, but it was uh, Panama. Where? In, uh, Panama. Uh, yeah, in Panama. In I Panama, believe. really? Okay, see, I, yeah. th I thought because of Survivor and stuff like that, that it was out in Fiji somewhere. That would have been nice. Maybe I would have done the show then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Um, 
Yeah, they reached out to me actually to be a contestant. And I thought about it um, in the end, didn't do it, obviously, um, from the commercials. I think you figured that one out at yep. this point. Um, That's why yeah, I- it was five weeks on the island. And I know there are 100 cases that they hide. Um, big money, I guess, biggest the biggest amount of money in deal or no deal history, from what I understand. So I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, I, I, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it definitely will be. And Claudia, who was one of the briefcase models on the original show, she's on it. So um, it'll be great to see her and see everybody else. I don't. I know one of the guys from Survivors on it. Yeah, Rob. Yeah. Um, I don't know who the other people are. Uh, you know, I just saw flashes in the commercial of names and faces. But um, yeah, I, mean, I I want to see how it plays out because the ending of the game, whoever wins. I, I guess throughout the game, um, they end up competing against the banker at the end and playing deal or no deal. Right. At least that's what my understanding was of it. Um, I, it's hard. To, I think it'll be, it won't be the same. One, it's very survivor like. Two, Howie's not the host. I, I think Joe Maganello is great. Um, but I don't know. Deal or no deal, you think Howie. I know. I know you think Howie. I mean, that's just, uh, it just, the, 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 again, he's, he's connect, connecting with the show. You know, for syndicated version, they were actually going to have a different host. Uh, originally, Arsenio Hall signed on to do it. Really? And they auditioned every male host um, in L.A. They ended up uh, going with Arsenio in the end. He, I think he opted out. Uh, he, it just wasn't vibing or from what I understand, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I mean, I wasn't part of the process, but just, you know, you hear tidbits here and there and um, it ended up where Howie did the syndicated version again, which I think is great. I mean, everybody loves Howie on deal or no deal. Yeah. So I didn't think it was only right to bring him back for the syndicated version. I'm glad they did. Yeah. Well, I thought I thought that little that little preview they did with him and Joe Maganello back in September when he walked yeah. on that sound stage was great. He says, "Oh yeah, and there what was it?" He said, "Yeah, there's uh there's plane tickets and lotion." And and he's like, "Lotion?" <laughs> it's just like a, <laughs> I don't even remember that. That was funny. That was so funny, but uh, That is funny. So, what are you doing now? Uh, promoting the hell out of my book. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. I, I actually just moved. So I'm going to be taking my own advice because I'm in a new city and going to new agencies and working with new people. So um, I'm in the middle of that while I'm also um, going to be touring with my book and doing events and signings. So I'm excited. I get to you know, go back to the basics. Um because it's, I mean, yeah, I have more experience in, than I did when I first started, but it's still, it's a new city, it's new people, they don't know me, I mean, they could look me up and know I worked on deal or other jobs, but um, I still can get rejection every day, so it's it's kind of exciting, I love the change, I love the uh, not knowing, I just love the, the ch- again, it goes back to I love the change, and um new people, new experiences, and we'll see what happens. Well, it's good. We'll make sure that when you bit, when you hit promote the, the book tour, uh, that you come through Phoenix. 
I have to. You it have wasn't to come on my back. list, but I'm going to have to make it. You have to make put it on the list, and Mel and I will have you in studio, and and we'll uh, we'll lay out the red carpet for you. I'll even go I out. I'll even go out. Only if you wear that shirt. I'll make you a shirt, and then actually I'll go out and make a, a number nine case. How's that? And I'll get a shirt with your name on it. Oh, there you go. All right. All right. We'll make you number one. Oh, oh geez, I feel so <laughs> blessed. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so funny. But, uh, Patricia, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate you. You know, like I said, you know, you've 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 made our day. Thank you for having me. You really made my day. Thank you for the the surprises. I loved it. Well, you know, and great talking to you both. I like always like uh, I always like making our guests feel special and welcome. And I think that that's I think did. I think that's what a, what hosts should do. And you've checked those boxes, so thank you. I appreciate it. I, I really do. Thank I, you for I, having me on. I see that. Now I've got a, I've got my gold star from Patricia today. I think we're good. Uh, Mel, we're good. Yeah. Mel. We're good. You got five gold stars. All thank right. you, Patricia. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. Have a good one. And I want to thank all our listeners. Remember, we are your source for cutting edge information on container homes contain- and container pools. Let Mel and I design and build your next dream container home. And you can always email us at boxcarliving at gmail.com or steve at boxcaruniverse.com. Remember, you can always listen to us on any podcast player. Let us containerize your lifestyle. Have a great week. You're a great American. I love you. 